Today we're going to talk about recycling. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Harmonix Show. We have an actual show today, which is a, a surprise, and uh, it was a surprise to me. I'm titillated. Um, so we are joined uh, by uh, Aaron Trites, as usual. Hey, everybody. This is Eric Pope. Uh, uh, Chris Berkey, who uh, debuted on last the last show we did, Woo-hoo. back for more, uh, and uh, a special guest we'll introduce in a little bit. And I do mean special. But we got some business to cover first. Okay. I thought we should jump into it. Okay. I'm yelling just to throw uh, Steve off to see if he's... Waveforms are looking great. My waveforms are okay, even though I'm yelling at always, random always ranges filled in levels. Great waveforms. That's great. I can see them. They actually do look pretty good. Uh, imagine, I bet Regis's sound guy hated him. He was always <laughs> yelling mid-sentence. Sure. All right. Well, <laughs> good <laughs> so, speculation. <laughs> it's warm in this On the room. relationship it's between really Regis Philbin here. and his sound guy. I don't like how warm it is. Uh... Uh, so what are we here to talk about, Aaron? Uh, we're here to talk about Rock Band stuff. So Rock Band, uh, a game that came out 05-ish, four and a half years ago, Rock Band 3. Rock Band 1 was over seven years sure. ago, and Rock Band 3, yeah, 2010. Yep. Uh, and in January, we released some new downloadable content for Rock Band 3. Yep, after almost two years of no DLC, released three songs by Arctic Monkeys, Avenged Sevenfold, and Foo Fighters. And that was a total one-time thing, right? Not happening again. Uh, no. No. No, we, like, literally just this week. Did you not know? Nope. That we've released new DLC? Nope. T- tell me more. Oh, so we released two more songs. Two more! We were so excited about how the January batch of DLC went. We said, hey, we should do this again in February. So we released two more songs. Two more songs for Rock Band 3. Two more songs. Uh, Tenacious D's Rise of the Phoenix. Okay. And Weezer's Back to the Shack. Wow. So new DLC. New DLC after an excruciating one month wait. It was a long, (laughs) dry spell. At least it wasn't another 21 months. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So we've got that going Single month. So we're we're like slowly ramping things up. So we've gone from 21 months off to one month off, Um, you know, just kind of. Shaking the dust off. Yeah. But probably nothing more. Pro- I'm, I'm sure there's nothing else at this on point, the horizon for Rock Band. We're covered Seems for unlikely. The year at least. I, uh, yeah, sure. The month at least. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, the week, this, this week, week. This week. This I think is this all is the Rock Band all news. the content we're putting out this week. Wow. I do like that you're just making him sit in the room, yep. saying nothing, refusing to introduce him. Well, I wanted to do the, the, the business <laughs> part and then have the fun part, almost like we have segments, like business a real show. Fun. Business is fun. He would be the first one to tell you that business is fun. All right, let's fun. bring in our special guest. Uh, joining us is our old friend, Alexander Slowinski. Oh, I've been holding this back so long. <laughs> I should have told you you were allowed to breathe. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. I just, I wanted to say stuff, like, so many times. I just, I want, there was, like, there were about, like, three or four trigger words in there that I was just like, oh, I can jump on that thing. I can jump on that thing really good. <laughs> so, real quick, Alexander, uh, a longtime newsman at uh, Joystick, the venerable... Video game journalism institution deceased. Now deceased. <laughs> now deceased. <laughs> Spectacles tested. Died as well prematurely, <laughs> like all, all good news institutions. Yes. Yep. Um, and uh, we've we've been friends with Alex for a long time. I don't know spoilers for 
Gamergate. We're friends with <laughs> the guy who was a journalist. I don't know. You've, uh, been, you've been to my hotel room. <laughs> well, I wanted to, I wanted to mention we have mm-hmm. podcasted with Alexander a couple times. Every Gamescom, he gets <laughs> he gets this room. The room's fine. The room's fine. The hotel's wow. fine. With all the horses. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... And apple pies. And apple pies. In Cologne, in what I would call the red light district. It's not a red light district. It's a club district. <laughs> well, the sex club Yeah, district. I was going to say, specifically the club that I will grant you that last portion. <laughs> You're right. With gangbang knocked posts. <laughs> yes. Posters yes. Uh, right next to our hotel. Uh. There's still a great picture of me and Jess, like... <laughs> Posing in front of Gangbang Nacht. Uh, every every third Thursday of the month, by the way. Oh, uh, ladies get in good, free until midnight. Good to know. Good to know. Uh, yeah, so we would go every Gamescom and uh, meet up in your hotel room. Uh, which, by the way, the most wholesome part of that red light district is your hotel room. Which uh, is shocking in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and we do a, your podcast, uh, so it's fun to actually have you on. You happen to be in the Central Square neighborhood at the exact time we're doing this podcast. We're like... Let's have them on. Yeah. Let's shoot the breeze. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> welcome to have you back on. I also like that it's really warm in this it's room. Super warm. Which is hot. which is exactly the same as like how we hotbox like the room <laughs> at, in, in Cologne. So that's great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That makes me feel good. It, he, it's bringing back memories. You didn't want to open the window in that room because of all the the smells of no. It's the sound. Gaming. No, it's, it's <laughs> the it's the sounds. It's the sounds of the air conditioner. Yeah. Sensory and, and just everything else. But oh, now I just want. <laughs> Pretzels and street mojitos. <laughs> there was a really good donor place right across the street from that hotel. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, donor's good. You ever have donor, Chris? Mm-mm. Chris is a uh, German by descent. It's yes. Shaved meat. Yeah. Oh. In a pita. Yeah. So, so one of the interesting things about uh, Germany. Uh, <clears throat> let's let's go into this uh, history lesson. <laughs> uh, it has a uh, its its major minority is is Turkish. So there's a lot of Turkish influence uh, in in the foods uh, pretty much everywhere. So yeah, yeah donors. Donors delicious. almost kind of like shawarma. Okay. Uh, All right. But way better. Yeah. Yeah. It's I so actually good. did go to Germany for Gamescom, but oh, did you? I never ended up getting that specific food. Well, you if we go that. this yeah. year and you're coming with yeah, us, we'll make that's sure the plan. donor kebabs for days. Why would you go this year? Oh, I don't know. Uh, amplitude, maybe. Oh uh, yeah, maybe amplitude. Yeah. Um, no one. Maybe uh, a city sleeps. <laughs> like you could. Sure. <laughs> Do we haven't taken that travel. to Gamescom. We have not. That'll be our first time. <laughs> so considering I haven't flexed these muscles in in a bit. What about that rock band thing? Yeah. What's going on there? Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we just put out DLC. We just uh, announced that like like five minutes ago. <laughs> oh. like in case you missed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, but, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking there was that generation, and then there's right. the next generation. Sure. Have we changed generations? I'm just, I'm sorry. Aaron that. has not bought a new generation. That's not true. I have, I have an Xbox One. Oh, did you? Yeah. You got the Christmas bundle? Yeah, I got the Christmas bundle. Yeah. I've been Good. playing Far Cry 4 constantly. Oh. Yeah. Console. Yeah, you should be. I've also been playing that constantly. It's such a good winter game. That's why I do a Far Cry Three. Also, played it like in the depth, the deep dark depths of winter, and it's like this cool. It's less tropical this time around, but yeah. still, it's like a it's a pretty nice warm climate. Place, well, and also because like. there's so much like Himalayan mm-hmm. crossover, I'm always like, at least it's not that snowy. <laughs> right. I'm better off than the Himalayas. We're pretty close. At this yeah. Point. Yeah. yeah. At this yeah. point, honestly. Yeah. I mean, we've got si- we've got six foot snowbanks at this point. Oh, in, yeah. in the city. Oh yeah. So I mean, it- I'm down on the South Shore, so I've got you know like nine, ten foot drifts outside my house. So this is if, the most New England conversation it, we're yeah, yeah. drifting <laughs> into right now. Yep. Uh, so if you if you need a gig, I'm hiring a Sherpa. <laughs> I need someone. Help me get through these wastelands. 
You can be my Yeti. Oh, that's, <laughs> it's the sweetest thing. We were just discussing before the podcast started how Alex Ergopoulos is the video game Yeti. Well, he'll just show up at video game events, maybe be spotted, maybe do something weird, and then just disappear. Yep. Well, well so, I, I mean, I was at DICE, uh, which is the executive conference uh, last two last week, two weeks. Anyway, point being, as I was checking in, uh, your your boss was checking out, and uh, the, the uh, person behind the desk was rattling <laughs> off all the items that he had purchased uh-huh. oh. while he was in his room. And I'm sitting there and I'm just, I'm just hoping, I'm just hoping, like, say something inappropriate. <laughs> say just anything inappropriate. It'll be the best. But it's yep. just sort of like three cans of nuts and, like, you know, like four sodas and, like, you know, 18 bottles of gin. And, you know, like, that sounds right. Uh, like, all, like it's, it's just pretty much like, but, uh, my favorite Rogopolis uh, in the night story is uh, when we were at Gamescom uh, uh-huh. and there was a, a restaurant near the hotel called Alex's uh, in the Friesen Plots. And uh, I was, I, I believe I was with all, yep. like, all we were of there. you. Uh, and John Drake, uh, may he rest in peace. <laughs> uh, his body pillow is right in the room. Is right like behind 10 me. 10 feet away right from me. Behind and me. I just want to hug it. You uh, could have it. You could leave with that today. Don't. We can make it happen. Don't, say don't tempt him. Don't say things you can't, you can't deliver on. Uh, but yeah, so uh, we're all just having dinner and then suddenly Alex Rakopoulos shows up. Doesn't say much. Buys shots for everyone. Everyone does their shots, <laughs> and he disappears into the night again. That is Alex Regalos. No, like he's the he's the best sort of character in any story because you don't have to write dialogue for him. <laughs> you just keep like you just jot down his actions, and that's pretty much it. That's mm-hmm. that's and everybody leaves happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. or he leaves and everybody's happy. Oh, I don't mean it. Oh. Yeah, he makes rough. everyone happy, then he leaves. when he listens to the show as he does every oh, every episode, show. I'm sure. <laughs> He is going to be heartbroken. But it's so weird because Alex, I've run into, like, you know, randomly a bunch of times. Other guy, no idea. Other guy. Other guy. Uh, It's true, man. Um, I got a great picture of Alex under the sign that says Alex at the restaurant, Alex. It's really good. good Meta. Yep. Yeah. They have really good schnitzel there. Uh, In case anyone is in the Friesenplatz area. Basically, the only reason I like going to Gamescom every year, and I get excited for it every year, is because of the food. I love schnitzel. I love doner kebab. Uh, There's always good French fries, too. They're good at fries. Pommes. Pommes. Pommes frites. But you don't love the crowds of Gamescom? The quarter million people? Yeah, 400,000 people people every single day? do not. And especially when they're playing Rock Band 3, (laughs) and the only thing they'll play is Du Hast. Oh, my God. It's true. It's true. Now, here, let's be, in fairness, it is your fault for having one German song. (laughs) Hey, we've got Here Comped Alex. That was also rather popular in Germany. Die Totenhosen. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, that was our bad. They, yeah, they like. Think, what do you think Totenhosen means? The dead pants. Oh. I, I got a German we, minor, Alex. Oh, I thought we were going to have some good trivia right now. Oh, mm. sorry. I should have let it go. Had to show, had to show my smarts. Um, but that DLC. Weezer's that rock back, band DLC? Weezer's Back to the Shack. Back to the Shack and Tenacious D's Rise of the Phoenix. So that's the new Weezer song off the new album. Yep. I like it. It's like a classic Weezer track. A return to form, like blue album style. I feel like they didn't really ever leave form. No, not really. Mm. I mean, all their like hits have been like, like 
very identifiably Weezer songs. I think that there's a very sharp divide between people who love the Blue Album and Pinkerton mm. and then people who continue to love Weezer after that. And I've even heard it said, no one hates Weezer as much as Weezer fans. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like Pinkerton especially is such a, like a, a relatively dark album in comparison to like Beverly Hills. Yeah, so, but I think if you pull back... It, say you would never... Chris, have you ever listened to Weezer? Chris is very young, FYI. Don't tell people that. <laughs> people aren't supposed to know Too that. Late. Too late. God. <laughs> I mean, I, I do listen to Weezer. Not enough to say like that I'm a diehard fan, know all the tracks, know all the music kind uh-huh. of thing. Um, I would mostly listen to their older stuff. Okay. I just I had a, a brief That's panic attack trying to do the mental math to figure out if you were alive when the Blue Album came out. I would say what year? I didn't know for 94. sure. I thought it came out in 94. Yeah, I was alive. That was a hookup album for me. <laughs> like, I was yeah. going to say, I, I'm oh. pretty sure it wasn't a hookup album. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, it wasn't like the album that you picked. <laughs> middle school makeout album. Yeah, like... <laughs> Yeah, it's it. That was like the oh, like let's put on Weezer or the Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Yeah, like, oh, that, nice. that would be the other oh. the other hookup album. What I was gonna say was if you can pull yourself back <laughs> as uh, and just look at the the spread, the Weezer spread, it actually is pretty consistent over yeah. all the albums. That's true. You're right though. Like fans are super hardcore about which phases they like, but if you actually listen to it across the Two decades have been It's around. all pretty consistent. Like, if you it, put, like, it's if there's a Weezer's greatest hits, yeah. like, you could mix all those up without it being too jarring. Don't you know. have software here that does that for you? <laughs> Probably. Like, couldn't you theoretically, like, take the Weezer, like, take all of the... The discography the, of right, Weezer. Right, yeah. and, and just put them into some kind of software program? Yeah, they and, don't and, let us near that yeah, stuff. No. <laughs> like, but you could ask. Like, like Steve's, Steve a, Steve's a responsible oh, human being. Yeah. He's... He's probably the guy. You've got all the masters, right? Like, you've got everything. Just I think like Steve is responsible enough not to let that fall into your hands. <laughs> That's, yeah. I haven't copied and pasted all of those masters <laughs> on my own personal hard drive. Oh, Why would I do that? Yeah, no. no. Just, kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Are you even mic'd? <laughs> no, he's not. No. Good though. So are you talking and they can't hear you? They can probably hear him. I'm probably yeah. gonna just edit all this out. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Revisionist history. Uh, so that's cool. I think people so people responded really well last month. I'm excited to see how they respond this time. Yeah, and especially for the bands. Like Weezer always yeah. plays well in rock bands. Yep. Like people will still like despite the fact that we like drilled Say It Ain't So yep. in RB1, like people still I, it's true. No, no, no. Like, no, I, I, mean, how many times, I mean, how many times did I sing that song? All that the and Creep yep. and yep. Maps. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was my standard, like, yep. opening No lie. Rotation. I played all those songs on Rock Band, like, three days ago. No lie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Going like back to still, RB1. Oh, yeah. To yep. Yeah. Right back into it. But, yeah, but people still dig the Weezer stuff, like, even yeah. though we've put out, a, you know, a bunch of different packs, a bunch yep. of different tracks by them. Um, like, that stuff goes over well, and they're clearly, like, a band that is interested in supporting Rock Band, which is awesome. Uh, very much in the same band as Foo Fighters. Like, yeah. they get a lot, of, a lot of guff for re-releasing right. everything Dave Grohl's ever worked on. But, um, <laughs> but there's what, about, what about them Fallout Boys? How about, uh, how about them Fallout, Fallout Boys? Those boys are good boys. They're good boys? Yeah. <laughs> Their new album's pretty good, actually. Is it? It's I haven't really heard good. It yet. <laughs> yeah, it's embarrassing to say. Like, <laughs> it's a really good album. Like, really? it, it, I don't, we don't talk in albums anymore. We yeah, talk in really singles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
But that album's pretty good. Like, it's I did not good care album. for that last album at all. I don't know what you're like, talking was, about. Like, <laughs> this this newest good. album, though, is, is very much like, oh, this is an album. This is a collection of songs that oh, one would meant to listen to, to like, huh, together. Wow. <laughs> did not expect to come out of this with an interest in Fall Out Boy's new album. Yeah. No, but no. I, it's, it's not a, you know, usually just go to the Spotify and you put on radio and, yeah. you know, Click click that Gaga or click that Imagine Dragons, but uh, <laughs> but no, no the the Fallout Boy album, good to go. Yeah. Couldn't tell you what the name of it is, but the picture, <laughs> the but the picture is the is the boy with the American the black face. American flag on his right. Face, yeah. I think the album is American Dream, Amer- not American Dream, American, American Psycho, something, something Amer- <laughs> American something, something. And there's a, a boy with a with a flag drawn on his face. Okay. Yeah. That's how it works now. Yeah. <laughs> you just go to that Spotify, you go, oh, yeah. like you figure out what the image is, and then that's yeah. that. We don't know album Say, names. Fall Out Boy, Flag Face, give me that song. <laughs> and that's how music is made. That. Yeah. Um, and then the Tenacious D. And also, then the D. Uh, they 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 sort of like Spinal Tap. They managed to dance between parody, but also like pretty good pretty good music too. So good at parody that they then become better than some of the bands they are parodying. Yep. Tenacious D just won a metal Grammy. I don't know if you know this. Mm-hmm. They won the Grammy for metal by covering a Devo song. I'll listen to that. A Dio song. I'll listen they to won that the Grammy for metal over other like actual metal bits. But isn't that always the joke of the Grammys? I guess so. Yeah. It is. Like, like best Jethro new... Tull beating a Metallica. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. And best new artist always disappears like <laughs> immediately yes. afterwards. Yeah. It's like being like best supporting actress at the Oscars. Yeah. Like you will yeah. disappear yeah. after that. Always it's a the bridesmaid, curse. never a bride. Right. There's yeah. your like three minutes of fame and now yeah. no more. But uh, th- no one should read anything into... This DLC release. Oh no! I, Rise of the Phoenix, uh, Back to the Shack. Yeah, there's like, nothing, nothing, nothing there. thematic. Nothing to mine. Uh, that. No. Oh. I, mean, I mean, we're just trying to. <laughs> you clever bitches. No, no, no I don't just, know what you're talking about. Just, just you know, putting out DLC. Yeah. For as we've done every week game. for the last. For the last this two week weeks, and then once last for month. two consistent weeks of DLC. <laughs> Wait, what was the name of the other the ones before this? Uh, uh, it was uh, Arctic Monkeys. Are you mine? Yep. Um, an Avenged Sevenfold song that I cannot remember. Okay, Shepherd so they, of Fire. So they weren't Shepherd, Shepherd of Fire. Yeah. It's always like cemetery gates, <laughs> skeleton face, <laughs> something. So those nightmare. weren't thematic, but these are potentially thematic. I mean, I don't know oh, what no. you're reading into it. No, just I'm, two I'm advising normal people not songs. to read into it. Just two totally normal songs. So, Alex, let's talk about Joystick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some, big, some big stuff went down just last week, two weeks ago. I, I can't keep track. I Time think, goes so fast. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's two weeks ago. You probably knew... Before, well, actually, no. That was that was like the nope. the twist the of the whole thing. The, you yeah. had to report on the rumors of your own company's closure. Yep. Yeah. No. And that was and that was legit. There were so many people who hit us up and were like, "So you knew, right?" I'm like, "Officially, no. We had no idea. <laughs> oh, like, we geez. saw it. Wow. We saw it on TechCrunch, like everybody else did. And uh, the Penny Arcade comic that ended up coming out of it uh, that Friday was also completely accurate." Uh, <laughs> It was the only disappointing part about that thing was it was my one chance to be in a Penny Arcade comic, <laughs> and they ended up using uh, Sam Prell mm. from our staff instead, who used to be uh, part of Penny Arcade Report as the person who's going. Uh, so I'm I'm following up on this rumor of of us being dead, and the executive <laughs> goes, "We don't comment on rumor and speculation." Uh. 
so did you actually have to ask your like ostensibly your boss for comment and mm-hmm. oh my god that's wow. so weird yeah. yeah no no it, that's but again like you also have to remember the the sort of weird thing about me in particular is that like how many layoff stories have I written right. over the last right. like yep. 10 right. years right. Yep. how many you know I covered THQ I covered 38 studios like I did all of that stuff yep. and then here it was like this is this is the me version of it or like we're going through the paces just you, like we would do you feel like that prepared you better for it like knowing that you've seen it from the outside so many times I mean you yeah, I, I mean, for me, it was you're just going through the motions like you do any other story, <laughs> except this time it's it's about it's you. you. Yeah. Uh, and I can't remember if it was someone wrote a post. I don't know if it was Jess or someone else saying that the the site had actually become really pretty, pretty, uh, pretty well run, and that the traffic was like increasing. Oh yeah, yeah. So so this. One of the core things that happened during that that rumor week was I kept getting calls from, you know, PR and marketing folks being like, I'm looking at your comm score right now. And comm score is you know pretty much how everyone measures traffic. And they're like, I'm looking at your comm score right now and I can't figure out for the life of me why you guys would be getting shut down because we're still talking about like... 10 million uniques and, you know, multiplied by however many million page views go along with yeah. that. So it was not an editorial issue. Yeah. It was certainly not a traffic issue. Yeah. And of course, traffic was actually up because of the new consoles. Mm-hmm. So even though there was that, you know, year over year slight decline, uh, the consoles re-upped that. Uh, and uh, pretty much anyone who has used our mobile site knows our mobile site was terrible mm-hmm. and we fought tooth and nail to get that fixed. Uh, and that was another fight with executives. Uh, but yeah, this was a, uh, I would I would say for for the audience that listens to this show, I would compare it to, you have to think of EA having like this massive portfolio and they have right. all these like different sort of entities. And then you've got Activision, which has Destiny, uh, Call of Duty, and Skylanders. And that's it. Everything is consolidated on pretty much those three brands. And that's what AOL did. They took everything they had and consolidated it under TechCrunch, Engadget, and Huffington Post. And anything that Mm. did not fit that, no matter what its traffic was, no matter how it impacted whatever its, like, part of, of, you know, the the spectrum it fit into. So, like, for example, like Joystick being in video games. It was pretty large entity in video games. Yeah. Uh, nope, gone. Like, just, that's the end of it. And if you really want to get into the numbers of it, Joystick was not that expensive to run. Like, probably won't share it, like, on, on this show, but it, any... Not a huge staff. Any, right. Any business person would hear the number and be like, why, how, <laughs> why would you even shut something like that down? Like, yeah. that doesn't make yeah. any sense. Uh, and, yeah, it was a rev. I mean, there's the revenue issue. Yeah. So you know, when you use AdBlock, uh, guess what? If you use AdBlock and you go to a site that you like and you're reading their content, uh, the advertisers of that site and the sales department knows that, mm-hmm. and they're not going to get you know revenue from it, mm-hmm. or it's going to be harder for them to get ads from that. So if you like sites, and I cannot stress this enough, <laughs> if you like the sites that you go to, turn off AdBlock. Uh, and Do you then, have a, a sense for like the percentage of users that use AdBlock? It's it increased every single year, uh, and there's always 
whenever you bring this up on something like Twitter, you know, oh, yeah. there's folks who are just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're just like, it's a whole thing. Well, if you didn't, if you didn't have like ads that covered up the content, it's like Joystick never did that. Hold right. up, back up. Yeah. <laughs> Joystick <laughs> never did that, and that was that was such a a fundamental issue uh, we specifically had is because we took such a different approach compared to many of our competitors yeah. that like we never had ads that covered the page. We try to avoid clickbait as much as humanly <laughs> possible. But in the end, like, you know, like, yes, editorially, it helped. Revenue-wise, nope. Uh, and <laughs> so that's that's what it comes down to. Right. You know, you, you have to make money. It's still a business. Sure. Yeah, people have such a hard time making that connection between, like, supporting the site and then also supporting the people mm -hmm. because it's easy to say, like, oh, well, I don't, like... It's just a site. Like, who cares? I'll just I'll go somewhere else and get like get information from another site. But then, when you actually like make the connection, like, oh, like real people are affected, like human beings. Like, to, like it seems like fewer people are making that connection between like. I mean, we're characters to the audience. I mean, that yeah. like that. Let's let's not make any like like let's not be delusional about this. Like, we are characters. No one thinks of me as a real person. They think of me as wow. this character on Twitter right. or, you know, that they hear on podcasts, you know, I'm not an actual person <laughs> to them. So, now I just, you know, go away or you know, the psycho's way and my character will show up some other place, some other time to do something else uh -huh. and that's that's the way it'll work. Uh but I think the real impact of losing a site like Joystick is the sort of repercussions across the industry that losing a site like that has. Uh, you know, if, if you think of if you think of really, you know, news business people, the only person left now to do that is Mike Futter over at Game yep. Informer. Yeah. Uh, you know, he and I. I mean, he and I are friends. Uh, you know, during financials, like we would be on IM with each other, like you know, <laughs> making fun of all this. <laughs> colluding, you mean? <laughs> yeah, colluding. Also known as networking. Uh, also known as talking to your peers. And wait, nope. let's not gonna allow it. Let's really get straight about this. Uh, specifically in journalism, how are you supposed to talk to people if you don't talk to people? Mm -hmm. uh, so, Carrier pigeon. Yeah. 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 Totally separate yourself from the conversation. And, you know, and then there's sort of the, the sort of, I'm even curious to see how this plays out because as the YouTubers grow uh, and they, you know, they, they fill a really interesting place in the ecosystem. Yeah. And I'm curious to get to know them better and know like more what they're about. But they aren't at the table right now. Like, we don't see them at yep. PAX. We right. don't see them right. at E3. We right. don't see them at GDC. It's kind of odd. So I'm hoping that this is the year that, like, you know, I'll start running into some of these YouTube folks. I mean, they're called YouTube personalities. But, like, I, I don't know. That, that's got to shift, especially if, for example, the you know, the FCC starts getting involved yep. in payola and <laughs> all that stuff that's yep. going on because oh, yeah. television radio it's been it's been uh, regulated for mm -hmm. 50 years right. at this point and because the internet isn't regulated that stuff can happen but this idea that and there there are absolutely YouTubers who are who are playing it straight all the way but this idea that, oh, all the journalists are corrupt from sites and all the YouTubers are, <laughs> quote, unquote, keeping it real yeah. Yeah, yeah. is 
delusional. It is. Yeah. It is. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, that is kind of the biggest counterpoint to any of that conversation. It's like, the very people that, that they're following, like, uh, what, whatever his name is, with the, the, the food biscuit guy. Total Biscuit? Yep. Yeah. Like <laughs> oh, biscuit the one who won the award at the Game Awards. Yes, yeah, yes. that was the YouTube personality or whatever yeah. it was, gaming personality. Yeah, that's who they're following, and it's like they are exactly who you're talking about. No, he's good. Like I mean, he's he's got a set of rules. Uh, I I can't speak to sure. whether he's compensated for uh, showing the games, uh, but you know, it is it is odd that we are now at a point where the audience is less educated than they ever were before in everything that's going on because that was one of the things that when the blog started you know the the mid-2000s it brought a discussion of stuff that you just didn't see before especially in the magazines because it didn't there wasn't space it didn't make sense you you were magazines have a very different sort of feel to them so the blogs could bring stuff like you know discussions of minority issues and this isn't SJW stuff. This yeah. is talking about like, hey, let's let's have a basic conversation about the portrayal of women. That's not being like, you know, SJW about anything. That's being, hey, let's just talk about this. Have a conversation. Well, a much more reflective of personal interest too. Where like a magazine will have an agenda and they will yeah. have like a quota that they're trying to make and they will know like this specific content will get us X number of uh, subscribers or X amount. But that's of- not the way magazines work. Magazines worked on covers. So like a cover image is what sells your magazine you know so the the cover image of a magazine is very very important to selling that magazine now of course that's also been flipped and i'm sure uh the game informer folks would be able to speak to this much better but you know having that with your gamestop card you get a game informer subscription actually gives them more flexibility to decide what goes on the cover because they don't have to be on a newsstand, which yeah. who's seen right. a newsstand <laughs> in the last five years, right. uh, to, to worry about that stuff. But the blogs also brought in uh, business reporting. You know, this discussion of nobody talked about the layoff cycle before. Like, this idea that, like, oh, projects ramp up, binge, and purge. You know, and then once the project is over, like, half the staff gets fired. This is standard in the industry. Now we all know it. That, that's the way it <laughs> right. works. But before the blogs existed, no one would talk about this, and because it didn't, it didn't right. fit the narrative. Yeah. So, uh, I'm I'm curious to see as we see, uh, you know, as Kotaku holds in there and and Polygon holds in there for however long they can hold on. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where the narrative goes because a lot of the a lot of the YouTube stuff is, you know, hey, we're just playing a game. It's all fun and it's all sunshines and lollipops and we're not going to talk about the $20,000 that I got to, yeah, yeah. you know, promote yeah. this game. But that narrative, can't, like, A, I'm not even sure if it's legal, uh, <laughs> and B, that that second audience or that second cycle will grow up and mm-hmm. then they're going to start asking the same right. questions. It's bound that, to be, like, read readers or consumers whatever you want to call them out there that want more than that like yeah it's fun to see an entertaining personality play through a game but like there's so much more to talk about that you're like it's going away kind of no at some point PewDiePie is going to turn 30 he's going (laughs) to like his hairline's going to start to recede (laughs) and he's going to have to grow up like that that 
adorable blonde Nordic screaming guy, like, <laughs> is only cute for so long. Right. And I mean, it's it's great that he's cashing in while he still can. But I'm curious to see if he transitions into something else or if this is the shtick and it'll just stay until his contract doesn't get re-upped mm-hmm. by Disney now. Uh, <laughs> Works for Disney? It, the, the, I mean, he's dealing with a whole contract thing right oh, now. Wow. Um, which is another sort of cute thing because the, the idea of the YouTubers is the same idea that folks had about the blogs that right. like... You know, oh, we're just a bunch of folks sitting in our basement. <laughs> I mean, I remember like one of my first E3s with uh, with Joystick. The the Microsoft PR is run by a company called Edelman, and they were like, they were shocked that we were owned by a corporation. <laughs> They're just like, oh, we thought you were guys in a basement, and <laughs> like, uh, it's like you are one of the most powerful PR agencies <laughs> in the world. How do you not know this? Uh, but again, that's that's part of networking and, and getting everyone getting to know each other. And it's not collusion. It's conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it does seem, I, I don't know how friendly you are with these guys, but it seems like people are trying to st- bridge that gap a little bit. Like the, the kind of funny guys, Greg Miller and his, his group from IGN who left. Mm-hmm. And now it seems they're doing exclusively like YouTube type stuff. It seems to be bridging that gap. It's like entertainment because they're, they're But they're funny. also not doing games that much because there's, there's no money in games. Oh, like in terms of editorial and games, you you will get far more interest if, you know, for example, like Greg Miller doing like... The Oreo shit. Oreos, <laughs> exactly. No, no, that's exactly yeah, it. Yeah. Like there, there was certainly a push uh, for Joystick to... And you've seen it on the other sites. You know, the this like, oh, covered like this week's Game of Thrones. And it's like... We're a video game site. That's yeah. not what we yeah. do. Yep. And it's not like our traffic is hurting. Why would we do something like that? <laughs> and that baffles me when I do see other sites do that. It's like, what? what? <laughs> but, that, but that's <laughs> Why would cho- I come to this site for Game of Thrones or like snack reviews? <laughs> but that's their choice. Yeah. And, and if you don't want to read them, you can stop reading yeah. them. Like, it's not, a, it's not a conversation of like whether it's right or wrong. It's that's the way their editorial sure. is going. Yeah. And if that's what you want to be interested in, that's, you know, that's what you do. One of the things about joystick shutting down is, I mean, I've, I'm still getting hit up on Twitter being like, where do I go for just video game news? <laughs> like, just video game news. I want Funko Land. Cool. Good luck. That's the place to go. <laughs> Route 9. Yeah. Go to Funko Land. <laughs> Pick up a copy of Duck Hunt for me while you're there. Well, they, they were only 19 cents. Oh. Yeah. Last That's... time I was at Funko Land. How do they stay in business? <laughs> me. Probably buying all those, <laughs> all those copies of Duck Hunt. So, uh, unfortunately, we're out of time. You have a... a the reason you're even in Central Square, you have to go to your meeting, and uh, mm-hmm. we're out of time. We could talk for hours. I hope uh, whatever happens next for you Unless was cool and job. exciting. Shake, hope, shake, shake <laughs> you, I hope you get a job. Shake. I hope the other joystick folks either find new places or start their own new thing. I don't know what the plans are, but there's a real gr- good group of people there. God, I wish we could go into conversation about Patreon. <laughs> uh, there's so much to talk about there. Uh, but please support uh, the the former WoW Insider folks who now are doing Blizzard Watch. Oh, cool. Uh, they have they have a Patreon, and then the former Massively folks are doing a Kickstarter. Uh, and I don't, it's it's massively overpowered, uh, massively OP. Uh, so you can check that out. Cool. Uh, in terms of the joystick staff, uh, we will not be doing uh, a Patreon or a Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, we will we will be moving on. 
Right. And a lot of senior folks there, so hopefully we'll see them pop up soon in other places. As I shake my coffee <laughs> cup. <laughs> uh, cool. Alexander Slowinski. If people want to uh, shout praise at you, where can they find you? Oh, at Slowinski. S-L-I-W-I-N-S-K-I. That's S-L-I-W-I-N-S-K-I. <laughs> Which I believe is based on a Harry Potter character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <clears throat> Got a frog in my throat in the middle of that joke. <laughs> really, really ruined it. Yeah, the Harry landing. Potter character was the joke. And <laughs> there it is. Yeah, Steve, the I, I need I need you to put in a laugh track at that point. <laughs> um, Leviosa. Thanks for joining us. Uh, Rock Band 4, come in. No, rock, nope. new DLC. No, DLC for Rock Band February 3. DLC for Rock Band 3. That's right. Rise of the Phoenix by Tenacious Rock Band D. Next Gen, holiday 2015. Back to the shack from Weezer. I think you just like the announcer voice. I think yeah. that's why you really want to say that. <laughs> rock Band coming at you. Rock Band DLC, specifically. Rock is what Band 3 about. DLC. Rock Band 3 DLC. Coming at you this Coming week. At you. This it's week, out. It's, it's out. out. By the time this podcast By hits, the time this podcast hits, it's out. It you out. can play it in Rock Band 3. With wireless peripherals. <laughs> For Xbox 360 and PS3. Goodbye. 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 <laughs>